0: everyone welcome to yet another episode of slowed speaks today we are going to talk about a lot of stuff i know it's been so long since i posted something but i had some reasons for it anyways um let's not wait waste any more of your time and let's just start by acknowledging coronavirus because everyone's been talking about it and i wanted to just follow along Yeah, and damn, who thought, right? It gets so surreal sometimes. Like this is some World War Z kind of situation going on. If someone told me in February that I was going to spend the next three months alone in my home, I would have laughed that person out of the room. And look at us now. Like it's like shit just got real, you know. So today I'm going to talk about my lockdown story and this is how it starts on march 21st i guess it all started and i thought i would leave Pune and go home as soon as possible i quit my job in may although not in may in april i guess although i could have just sat back and got salary while doing nothing so that was a bummer they said lockdown will be lifted on 15th of april i booked Tickets blew up in my face. Modiji said, Lockdown will be lifted on 3rd of May. Book tickets blew up in my face. And this, I I, I didn't want to like go home that bad, but my meal situation was shaky at best, you know. There was this one auntie who had a restaurant just outside my society and she was my lifeline for these past two months even when police used to shut her down she cooked at her house and delivered meals to me and to a couple of other guys in our building or society like I, I don't i can't even fathom what i would have done without her because i didn't have any cooking utensils or stove or anything I, I had just moved in and it it all started and then my flatmate had a family emergency his mom was sick and he had to go home like on emergency pass or something and he went around on third week or something Uh, after in the third week of lockdown if I remember that correctly and uh, after that things really started going downhill like I had nothing to do all day no one to talk to except the guy that brought me my tiffin. How much Netflix can you watch? How many songs can you make? I wasted hours on Splice looking for samples. (laughs) Like, it was, it was a real difficult time. Now, come 1st of May, Uttarakhand government pretended to care about its people and launched a web portal for migrants where people can register if they want to come back to Uttarakhand and obviously people registered and the government just forgot about it. That's how it works, right? On 12th of May, we got the news that the first train from Pune to Haridwar, which is also in Uttarakhand, has left and it was only to ferry migrant workers living in camps. After that the government forgot about us again until 16th of May they said to go and register to the nearest police station. I went there at 8 in the morning and my tone came at 6 in the evening. Social distancing? Forget about it. There were all like literally hundreds of people near the police station. Now that being done, no update or anything after that. And now, I decided I couldn't sit around waiting for the government to do anything. So, I went around Twitter and Facebook looking for people in similar situation trying to go back home. I found two routes going from Pune to Uttarakhand and here is where the real fun starts. And to go by cab, we had to... Like shell out at least thirteen thousand per head, plus tolls, and get an e-pass for the car, including the, the driver. Now, after we got the pass, we call the cab. The guy came after picking up the first guy from the from Hinjewadi, and when the driver and that first guy reach at the my second travel partner's home they realized that the number plate on that car was different than the one on that we had on the e-pass so we were screwed the cab company owner said he sent the cab to tamil nadu last night but he can't arrange he can arrange something He promised he will get the same number plate. So technically, he was just going to replace the number plate. It was sketchy as hell. So we denied, we submitted another e-pass for the car that was on our doorstep. We had to wait for a day when they were going back, when uh, like at night when they were going back because they brought the wrong car. The driver was going back home there were multiple tire punctures and next day we got the pass but my travel buddies were you know a little bit of spectacle as nothing seemed to be working in our favor So I'm not superstitious I'm a little stitious so anyways we decided not to go by road but I had to leave my flat before 1st June or I'd have to pay rent for June so I booked the air ticket that the flights on the day the flights resumed that was 25th of May Pune to Dehradun via Delhi and as the wheels of fortune would have it when we were in Delhi Uttarakhand government out of the blue decided that all the flight passengers have to be placed in a 7-day institutional quarantine. The government thought that we are coming via flight and we must have money, right? Wrong. So yeah, as soon as we landed in Dehradun, we were told to choose preferred hotels who were collaborating with the government. The prices were ranging from a 1,000 a day to 4,000 a day, meals excluding. Now imagine blowing 14,000 on tickets and then have to stay at a hotel for 7 days. It was like they wanted to generate revenue from us. All the other states including Uttar Pradesh either had home quarantine or institutional quarantine in schools, colleges, etc. without even paying a dime. And that's Uttar Pradesh, a state who brought in thousands of migrants using more than 1000 trains still had resources. But Uttarakhand government is trying to loot its own citizens who came home by by burying a hole in their pocket. It was so revolting to see the police literally forcing people to stay in the hotels now coming to the hotels the thing is that they were closed since past two months so all the staff had gone home and no one had been in those hotels for the past two months and the quality was subpar according to the price also bonus for seven days no room service no one will come in your room no one will clean your room so revolting that i i can't even express in my in words and it cost me around twenty-five thousand to reach home but finally i was home stayed away from family for 14 days now going back to it making music again Market closes at 5 in the evening and it's chill, right? No, like I kind of like th- like this lifestyle. This is what Guruji in Sacred Games talked about, right? The Satyug, <laughs> Like it's, it's chill, but there are still a lot of reasons to worry. Me and you can talk about chill, but the people who've lost their livelihoods, they can't. And India has had a community spread once again in various places like Mumbai, Delhi, etc. And our leaders are clueless and incompetent. Each party is blaming it on the other party. The state government is blaming the central government and vice versa. Also, we always have to worry about China. Always. And I'm not going to get into a boycott Chinese product debate. I'm just gonna say this we can actually start by just reducing its use. We can start by replacing non-essential Chinese products and services with its Indian counterparts if they are the same quality. Because quality cannot you know fill in for nationalism or emotion. if it's better quality, it's better quality and as for the border, I have faith in Indian Army, they will do what's best and coming to the next point, I'd like to address the Black Lives Matter protests that are going on in the USA, I stand with all of the people who are standing up for injustice that happened to George Floyd and happens to many more on a daily basis. People need to be held accountable for their actions. And lastly, I would like to give my condolences to Shishan Singh Rajput's loved ones and fans. May his soul rest in peace. It was really sad to see him go so early. With regards to the circumstances of his passing, I would like to quote Vincent Van Gogh, who said in an artist's life death is perhaps not the most difficult thing he was really suffering from some stuff and while we still don't know what it was and it's almost everything is almost speculation uh, i would refrain from talking about it but i am going to say that please reach out to anyone if you feel like you're not in the right place like i have a couple friends but mostly one or two who, I, who are my go to whenever whenever i'm feeling down or like, you know not feeling it or i want to talk about something or get a load off my shoulders i go to them so you can also find someone like that And mental health is a problem that shouldn't be a taboo or difficult to even talk about. And I think we are moving forward to change that. And this brings us to the end of today's episode of Slowed Speaks. If you have any suggestions or comments about the podcast, please reach out to me on my Instagram handle. That is Slowed Music. S-L-O-W-D-D-M-U-S-I-C. And thank you for tuning in and happy Sunday.